0: thought I thought I don't know if this is gonna happen we should have some kind of opening like Leonard Larry Sanders show like have a Hank Kingsley kind of opening for the show <laughs> Oh God no as opposed to hey, the I don't know I just thought as opposed to me saying hey Max how's it going well we should have a Every meeting fucking... about it
1: and discuss that all right I and mean uh, like do song. we actually have
0: meetings we can bring in a separate announcer we can have Becca introduce us that would be great I'm in, I'm in. We should we record like a, an actually ongoing announcement or some kind of opening that we show or that we play every single opening? If,
1: see, he still thinks it's our
0: show. It is our show. show. <laughs> you know, it's a running show. It's the opposite. You so want to run away from this. You so don't want to... I want to run away from everything. That's true.
2: You want to run true. away from the show or... Everything. Just in general. But he doesn't want to
0: put any responsibility on himself for this. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Only if it's good. Then yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, it's my show. But if it sucks, it's like, oh, that's all Lorenzo. Yeah, I'm
1: just here to talk that's right No, anytime anyone's gonna stick a microphone in my face and invite me over and have some wine I'm gonna show up great it's what I like to do should we announce our wonderful beautiful guest listen let me just say this much I am gonna be uh, 48 years old in August I'm getting old and I don't like people and I especially (laughs) don't want to meet any new friends okay I got enough friends in my life, and I've been burned by very dear friends in the past, so I don't trust anyone. And I moved into this building, this condo building, almost nine years ago. And for the first five or six years, I guess I would just run into this woman (laughs) in the hall, but I think you moved in later.
2: I moved in four years ago. Four years ago.
1: All right. Yeah. So I would run into this very lovely woman, and I knew she was on the board of, of our building, our HOA building, or... On H-way the H-way 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 board. for the yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, and I, I, I thought she was extremely charming. And then I'd start to talk to her, and she was so funny. And then all of a sudden, she began to invest herself in my pug, Mickey, mm. who oh. has since passed.
0: Right. But that's really easy to do because Mickey, Mickey was a charmer.
1: Oh yeah, especially with the ladies. Yeah, he was right. a ladies' man. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So then I'm starting to talk to Becca, who I call B, and. I'm talking to her, and she's, she's so sweet. And <laughs> next thing you know, she's hugging me with tears in her eyes uh, yeah. because she knows that Mickey's dying. Oh. So then I'm like, well, wait a second. Is this a friend? Do I have a new friend? <laughs> and then our mutual friend, her direct next-door neighbor, Carrie
2: Chow, well, they're We're besties. super close. We're bellflower besties. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: so they start hanging out. Well, now I'm hanging out with them.
0: So the intro basically for you and Max was just, His dog is passing away, and without you really knowing him, you just start crying and hugging him. Yeah, and... And you said, here I am. I mean, that's a very generous neighbor. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Ultimately, Carrie had spoken highly of Max for a long time. She's like, you gotta meet Max. And I always call Carrie the mayor. Because she connects everybody, everybody. She, she knows everybody, ah. and she
0: likes everybody. She likes everybody, yeah. knows everybody. Yeah. She's the captain Stubing of the building. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to tie in in a few I, minutes.
2: I feel like I know, right?
0: <laughs> Can I do something first? Can we just at least make it official?
2: Oh, my name,
0: Becca mm-hmm. R- Ramos. Ramos. Becca
2: Ramos. Becca yes. Ramos.
0: Welcome yes. to magazine.
2: Thanks, guys. We're I'm, drinking wine. I'm We're drinking. To at, be here. Uh, we
0: always drink this Apollo. Oh. Opelo from uh, Paso Robles. Cheers, Salud. everybody! Salud. Thank you for uh, sitting in traffic from Arrive the valley to Santa Monica. Coming to uh, the She's studio. my neighbor. She, she's a private jet flight attendant. That she's a is woman. amazing. There's a lot to talk about with it's this. It's very that interesting. She's a woman. She is interesting.
1: She's 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 hot. And everyone, I mean, she's <laughs> she's she has a beautiful bosom, which everyone, I mean, it's beautiful. But I'm always looking at the backside.
0: <laughs> no, I really.
1: And really? that's why I- you never go <laughs> south of
0: the eyes. Ever? No, no,
1: no. I'm, I love breasts. I think they're wonderful. But over the course of time, you know, I, I've I've leaned over towards the ass side because I always used to date big bosomy girls. But then, you know, I met Nicole and she's beautiful, but she's she's got mosquito bites, <laughs> which I've learned to appreciate. She actually. is
2: gorgeously petite. Absolutely.
0: She that's she a great phrase she it is. is it's gorgeously true.
1: Yes. petite but over the course of time I've realized oh I but think i more the inside. into powerful shapely legs and you know you're, an a, a, you're a butt man I'm a butt man you're a butt yeah. man okay. so anyway she's here to talk to us about My all butt. kinds of great stuff
0: <laughs> uh, well that's great well we, we just we got uh, 30 new listeners now <laughs> and she's very smart because
1: she'll if she doesn't want to talk about something she won't talk about something all right like like she's So you're really not good. here to
0: placate anybody. There I are, mean she has are. stories that I've heard, right. but I can't imagine she would tell them. Well tonight we're gonna find out where the lines are drawn. Yes. Well
2: that was a lead in. Yes. <laughs>
0: right. All right, so this I mean you know her well better than me, but from what you have told me, you are a flight attendant on private jets. This
2: is a true that's statement. That's amazing. Yes. One
0: private jet in particular, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have a? Christen- Can you say the company
1: name?
2: Um, technically, I'm not really supposed to reveal that's who not, I work for, matter. but it's fine. I work for I do work for a clothing designer in LA, oh. and uh, and he's awesome and very talented.
0: That's that's a Plan B job. You do both
2: uh nope he, I, that clothing designer owns the aircraft
0: oh yeah it's a oh, company plane oh so. got it so you're okay so it's not a just a private jet company correct, you're you're correct. you're a flight attendant on a company plane yes so whenever the owner this guy wants to go somewhere or the guy or girl
2: it is a gentleman Yes. a guy
0: whenever yes. he wants to fly around the world you have to fly i do i see yep and i'm assuming he, he's not on the plane alone he's got Famous people. He's got relatives. You know, he's got animals.
2: Yeah, he's not as much of a. He's got service ostriches or whatever. Like us, yeah. He's got a comfort ostrich. Right. Uh, comfort peacock. Um, he's not as much of a celebrity guy. He's not into that mm. lifestyle. Um, but but yes, I am on, I am on call. So I always say I'm at his Becca in call. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> but now um, we
0: have to tell people it took what eighteen years to get, to do this interview. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like. Uh, there
2: were a few canceled days. Yeah, it due took to a long schedule. time to get
0: here. But you're here and we're very, very happy. Oh, absolutely. Do you also work for another company or are you exclusive with this company? Exclusive. You're so exclusive. I'm
2: hired by him and his company directly. Oh. And ironically, the pilots are employed by the company that manages our plane. So we have a you know, we have an aircraft. It's managed by an actual company that handles the maintenance and the staffing. But it gets I am the pilots and everything. I belong to my boss. That's uh-huh. the best way to put it.
0: Do you get free clothes?
2: I do. <laughs> that's that's a nice perk. It is actually. Do you like his designs? I love his designs, and he makes clothes for women. He does for okay. women and men, and essentially, I always like to joke around because my wardrobe is a huge part of what I do. Meaning, like aesthetic is a huge part. Sure. And so I'm always kind of joking that I'm a I'm like a dress up doll, and the lady who outfits me. I also think that it is like kind of her version of Chinese foot binding because <laughs> wow. she puts me in the smallest things possible. So everything is extremely fitted, but like very sophisticated and classy. But, wow. but it's you sound very like a very fitted. Flight
1: mannequin. In a way. You know, I thought she dressed like a flight attendant. This is the first <laughs> I've heard that she doesn't. But, so, I thought she wore the scarf around her neck no, and the no, blazer no, no, and no. the short skirt. So,
0: so what you're wearing on the plane is designed wow. by your boss. Yes. And yes. it's really, really tight. I'm sure it looks I'm hot. A, I'm is, a
2: walking advertisement. Is well, it his clothes, not comfortable, though? No, no, no. It's super. It all
0: breathes and... Yeah. It's it's okay. It's the
2: fa- it's a fabric-driven uh, brand, fabric-based brand. So all of his fabrics are very soft to the touch, and they're very uh, malleable, and they're very stretchy. Wow. So So his, you know, I'm usually in like a dress that's got, you know, like a crew neck and long sleeves and it comes to here, but it's super fitted and ruched on the side. So I wear a lot of different versions of his stuff, but I think that my traditional would be that, that fitted dress that's kind of have like a gathering onto the side
0: does he ever go old school like the old pan am 60s outfits that's what i'm talking about that would be hot no i can see you in that that would be very very hot
2: and i can see myself in that as well but um but But no he's not it's not his thing he's i'm a walking advertisement you're a walking (laughs) 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 advertisement. although you can't say his name gladly nah Nah, nah.
0: okay all right we don't
1: want to have him does the plane have a (laughs) a christened name is it the uh, something?
2: Well, it has a nickname. What? Can we? The gray ghost. The gray ghost. Because oh, right. it's actually gray in color, and that's uh-huh. it's very unique. Oh, Usually, okay. aircraft, private aircraft, aircraft in general, are white with stripes. Yes. Right. And we are all gray with just a little bit of striping on the winglet, right. and that's it. Now and it has one bathroom. It has two.
1: Wow. <laughs> and a kitchenette.
2: It has a. It's what we call a galley, but a galley. yes, it does have a full kitchen in the back where I can. I can make full meals, I can cook, I have a stove, I have a microwave, I have an oven. She does all the cooking. Everything. I do do all the cooking.
1: What is that thing you do? uh, I can never pronounce the word, but like... Crudite? Crudite? Is it? That's it. Crudite? Not crudite. (laughs) What is it when you put out the cheese and the meats on a little... Charcuterie.
2: Charcuterie. Charcuterie.
1: (laughs) You go go down to Becca's house and you don't just get a bowl of
0: popcorn. You You get get charcuterie. You get charcuterie. Right.
2: You do. And
0: are you serving people in your flight attendant outfits? (laughs) <laughs> At home, no. Is is life one gigantic flight for you? Well,
2: you know, one would argue that because when when Max comes over, essentially, I like to present. I I can't not do that. I can't make it look nice. I, it, presentation is everything in my especially world, especially to Max. Especially to Max.
0: <laughs> this and, guy is a pain in the ass, and he
2: always says, you know, he's always telling me, "Oh, B, just sit down, relax, yeah. have a drink, just relax." And I'm like. But I need to make Don't it look Don't wait good. on me. No, she, I need to just, garnish. I need to garnish the tray. She garnishes. <laughs> and she does a beautiful job. I'm I, sure she does. Oh, She's do. an artist. Well, that's what she
0: gets trained to do. She I gets know. paid to be an artist. I can't
2: turn it off, right. Lorenzo. I, I can't understand. turn it off. So. Well,
0: but it's also a life skill. It's not like you it want is. it to look nice on the plane, but not at home. It is. It's something that you take with you. And anyone that's artistic should, actually. Here
2: is the best way. To you des- have to
0: care about the presentation. The best way to
2: describe my job in a nutshell, I tell people that I am throwing a dinner party in the sky. You are entertaining right. these wow. folks. So not, is, not only is it presenting a meal, it's conversation, it's, you know, keeping people happy and laughing and in a good mood. And so there's a lot of levels to it, but it's definitely hospitality at its finest. How'd you get into that? <laughs> I was approached when I was t- like 20, 21. 20? 20, no, I was probably 21 and I was working at a bank and I was in my last year of college I was about a month from graduation and a gentleman came in and I worked at a sports bar and the bank and he knew me from both places and he said you should come be a flight attendant and I had zero desire cuz I thought he meant in the commercial world and you know no offense to folks in the commercial world it just doesn't really appeal to me right. I, mean, I prefer the 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 private jet life I guess
0: But this was a guy who worked for this company Yeah
2: he worked for the Disney family so oh. Um, and they
0: had a plane, and they wanted somebody.
2: Yeah, they had a seven thir- private seven thirty seven, which is what we call in my world a Boeing business jet or oh. a BBJ.
0: Did you like the way that you deposited his checks? Or
1: wow, <laughs> <laughs> he was the- just charmed by you, or something?
2: Oh, you know, he well, I mean, he was notoriously kind of uh, flirty. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, so what he really thought was you would look really great yeah. in these tight, As flight attendant I mean, outfits. To, to his Plus, co- I bet you do great charcuterie. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to his credit, he did a great job of putting people together that would get along on the road because part of this whole world is the, your life on the road because you are traveling with these folks and you're having breakfast, lunch and dinner with them if you choose to do so. And so that's a lot of together time. And wow. you need to be compatible. Yes. You have to, it's very, very imperative. You have to be
0: a chill person. You can't you know, be set off easy. Yeah, and there are crews that don't have... get along, and, sure.
2: and it can be a nightmare. I would think so. So, But yeah, he approached me, and and then I said I had no interest, and he came back two months later after he hired and fired somebody. And at that point, I had graduated, and I said, all right, I'll, I'll take a meeting with you. And then right. he, he hired me that day. That's
0: great. And I'm assuming the money was pretty good, too. That's have to
2: be a draw. Uh, ironically, back in the day, like when I was first hired, it was not at really? all. Really? Mm. Uh they were n- that particular operation was notoriously a little sexist. So oh. like the men were paid really well oh, yeah. and the flight attendants were paid n- like nothing. But uh, throughout the years, yes, it actually So
0: are you now suing him as part of the Me Too movement?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I have stories about that guy? <laughs> Literally when the Me Too movement came out. I wanted to, I didn't post anything on Facebook, but I literally wanted to post, where do I start? Right. (laughs) And it did start, it actually did start with that guy Uh, who hired me. Number one, I'm sorry that
0: that happened to you. Oh,
2: it's honestly, these are more comical stories than they are. And then they are probably not
0: comical in the moment though. I, I I bet it really is a pisser.
2: Well, and here's the thing when you're getting started and you're brand new in a job where you are typically kind of objectified, um, this this gentleman was literally sued three times by by different like um, women who had interviewed for the job. Oh no kidding! And he was inappropriate, so he went through like three sexual harassment lawsuits oh, what where drink. they settled. Wow. And um, so I always felt like, oh, I can handle myself. But you know, upon reflection, yeah, he was inappropriate for certain, right. and still isn't aware of it. I right. guarantee you, if you asked him, you know, hey. Uh, Tom, should you have gotten Becca those matching bra and panties? Should you have <laughs> two sets, yellow and white? <laughs> should you have given that to your employee? No.
0: Yeah, that's creepy. So, you know.
2: Yeah. And so is creepy. he
0: still with the company?
2: No. So basically, that flight department um, closed probably 10 years ago, and with it did his career because he um, just, I, I think he had such a bad reputation in the industry that and just based on who he was, you know, just like right. a megalomaniac type of personality, yeah. that he just wasn't able to find. It was a job. good excuse to say he, bye, see he ya. He literally worked for them for like 38 years wow his whole career was that's unheard of in wow. my industry well
0: he was the what harvey weinstein of the of that company <laughs> pretty much oh that's really <laughs> nah he
2: wasn't that bad i All swear right. he hopefully wasn't he never
0: bad. touched you though nope nope Good.
2: that i honestly think that was his distinction right and you he look can... like a
0: girl who would punch someone in the face if. They
2: <laughs> well yeah yeah i mean i have you ever punched max Oh, God, no. Oh, okay. I'm just asking. I that. would never. Good. Nothing but hugs. Oh, that's
0: good. He's a teddy bear. He, is, he oh, is. I'm sorry that happened to you, though. That's oh,
2: awful. Oh, that, well, I appreciate that. And, you know, like I said, you look back on it. At the time, it's just something you roll with. But, at, the, you know, you look back on it and say, that wasn't appropriate. Right. But it's a
0: power play. I mean, you're brand new. Definitely, he knows that. Yeah. You know that. Either you're going to quit, which you don't want to do because you need a job. Right. And so he plays up the power thing. And, uh, yeah. And, and I it, think
2: it. I had pride in the fact that I, you know, I was... I would always joke around and say, well, I'm, I'm a great Bob and Weaver. You know, I can right. Bob and Weave the uh, inappropriate comments. Yeah. And the and I think his distinction was, because he had this big, you know, no hugging rule, because he said, oh, it's that's sexual harassment if you hug. And, oh, it's not if you tell me my ass looks good and my right. skirt. Like,
0: right. <laughs> and he gives you bra and panties. Uh, that's and fine.
2: you, you know, buy me bra and panties at Macy's right. that I return for cash. Whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so. Did you have to learn CPR? Like do you oh, have yeah. to go through Oh yeah, I'm trained every year. You're trained every year mm-hmm. on CPR.
2: CPR and and more than just that. I'm trained in evacuation procedures and uh overwater evacuations and everything. I'm trained I'm trained like an actual quote unquote flight attendant.
1: Every time you get on the plane, do you pray that you don't die? Um Is death in the back of your mind?
2: Well, being the Catholic that I am. Yeah. <laughs> um I do actually, if I remember, I will actually cross myself yeah. on takeoff. Um, I am so used to it cause this is my 20th year Wow. that, you know, I think if it gets in your head a little too much, um, you will obsess over it. So I just don't really think about it at times. If it's very turbulent, my head goes to that little dark place <laughs> And, and then I just kind of dismiss it. But there are times when you think about it. If turbulence is that bad, which turbulence to me is just annoying, because yeah. I'm typically cooking, yeah. um, or like trying to hand somebody a coffee and not trying to spill. And um, it's
1: solution all over the place because of the shaking of the plane. Yep. And yeah. so
2: it's just annoying. But if it is actually extraordinarily rough, then your mind does kind of quickly go there. Like, yeah. oh, shoot. You know, what if something's wrong? Or what if... You know I've had uh one of my first flights I had a windshield shatter, oh like on we were taking off and something just hit the windshield at some point. we don't know, but luckily uh aircraft windshield have uh like eight layers, so it was just that it was just that
0: the outer layer outer layer, but right. it wow. is dramatic that I sure. mean the whole thing wow. went pshht,
2: just in you know in front of your face and we didn't have to emergency land, but we did land, and I guess we kind of did, we landed at an airport where they had a service center and we just had to have the windshield replaced and then the the seal replaced. That's the most right. important thing. but it didn't
0: hamper the pilot's ability
2: mm. to get mm. you
0: to where you needed to go.
2: No, you, it's just... You got to
0: that airport safely. And we then- did,
2: we did. We actually technically did not land. We're supposed to land in New York and we didn't land. Uh, we landed uh, in Connecticut because that's where the service center was and right. then my boss at the time just took a train to New York.
0: What are the really scary moments? 20 years, it has to be something that you said, oh shit, this so, is bad.
2: there was one moment where we have legs called deadhead legs, where there's no passengers on board. And, you know, these are the best legs ever because you can pretend you're the person flying. You're like, hey, I'm in the lap of luxury. Um, and there was one time where I wasn't seat belted in and we were in a Challenger 601, which is like a... It's a, it's a midsize jet and it's seats about nine people extremely comfortably and you can stand up in it. That's how I describe planes to people who aren't super familiar with the type of aircraft. And, uh, the guys hit a pocket of air and I swear they were doing it to scare me and they weren't, but hmm. I, my butt was off the seat literally, I don't know, two feet wow. to where I covered my head cause I thought I was going to hit my head. Oh, So bringing it to, you know, to practical application, when the airlines want you to buckle your seatbelt, buckle your seatbelt. And it's not to keep you from coming out of your seat per se. It's to keep you from hitting things like the ceiling or other people.
0: Right. Because so you will be airborne.
2: You will be airborne. And like that's being the thing. A it takes us, it is exactly, that's exactly how it is. So I couldn't believe how quickly my butt was off the seat like that. And now I always buckle my seatbelt. <laughs> you know, you learn your lesson pretty quickly.
0: Right. But there was never any kind of like the engine failed or birds went into the no, propeller. And,
2: we had a flap, you know, Like
0: a Captain Scully kind of thing where they have to land in, in a body of I water. I mean,
2: knock wood. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all knock wood. We're all wood. <laughs> um, the likelihood is very rare for that to happen. But, and I've had instances where we haven't taken off because there's a, med- uh, a mechanical issue. Recently, though, I will admit, we recently had an issue where we lost our nose wheel steering. And that was on takeoff. So we had to abort takeoff. And that is scary for people behind us. I mean, sorry, like the passengers sitting behind us. Because they don't know what's going on. Right. And I was sitting in my little seat, which I have kind of like a little crew rest seat, which is a whole little room by myself behind the cockpit. And we were, you know, probably up to 40, 50, 60 miles an hour just going along on takeoff. And all of a sudden, you just come to like a screeching halt. And... And and it's very herky-jerky. So we're going to the left and then we're going to the right. And I couldn't tell what was going on. And it was very jerky. So I stood up and I said to the guys, or they actually yelled at me to come forward. And they said, we lost our nose wheel steering. We can't take off. And that just to me was, I mean, if you lose nose wheel steering on landing, you'll crash. Really? Yeah, because you can't steer the plane. Oh, I see. So So it it is like the major steering mechanism of the plane? It's like the the power steering on a car. Okay. so it took us 10 or 15 minutes to actually get off the runway. We were on the actual runway and this was in the Hamptons. So luckily it wasn't like JFK or anything that was super busy, but it took us so long to get off because it was like muscling the the plane and it was very rough and and all over the place. So that I will—that made me a little nervous. <laughs> that actually made me nervous.
0: That's scary. Because had really we scary. taken
2: off and then not had that nose wheel steering when we landed, yeah, you can crash. Let
0: me ask. I fly a lot because I, I yeah. get to travel and, and do nice. a lot of things. And I don't fly private jets. Ooh. I want to, but I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> so I fly commercial. But when something like that happens, nobody tells you anything. And all you want to do is no. Yeah. No one's fault. You're not going to get mad. Do you at least tell people, hey we lost our steering or this happened yes. or that happened. You do. Yes, absolutely. Because I think every airline should do that because I hate not knowing.
2: The reason why they don't do it on the airlines, I can only assume, is to keep people from panicking because there's going to be that one person in the group that's like, ah, we're going to die. <laughs> and you can't, you yeah, can't have, that, you can't have that, that, that extreme panic break right. out. I'll just throw that person off. And it's, <laughs> and it's the ejector seat. Yeah. Um, and there
0: should be at least one.
2: There, there definitely should be one. Yes. You know. So yeah, that's like the only thing that that has scared me on like where you you begin to man you think about it and you're like oh god what if we had taken off and oh man what if it had happened but I have really great pilots that I fly with and that's
0: great and you probably have really good karma
2: I hope it so. it is
0: a karma issue it's like it's not your time yeah you know
2: yeah and I thought about that I mean honest to God not to be morbid but you do think about it like hey if if uh, you know I kind of joke around with people on the plane sometimes I'm like hey you know if we're going down. Every man for himself. Like, you
0: know. <laughs> I'm trained to save you, I'm but I'm trained not to save to. you, but I'm not. <laughs> it's, like when you, it's like you, you no, said I you would. were a lifeguard at the... Uh... No, oh, I,
2: I was never a lifeguard, oh. but he was saying, do you go through first aid and, oh, that's and right. CPR? So if yeah. so
0: someone has a heart attack, you're not using CPR on
2: something. <laughs> no, I <laughs> You're would. on
0: your own, dude. I would. I oh, would. Okay. I
2: just joke around. I'm All like, right. it's every man for himself. I'm, right. I'm going out first. That's right. No, I, I honestly <laughs> think my training would totally kick in. And and at times when it's been turbulent, I will like think about it like, okay, where is the where are the life preservers? Where is the raft? Where is this? Where is that? It's rare that you go to that place, but you do kind of instinctually go there.
1: So you have all of this going on and on top of everything else, mm-hmm. you're serving people, I cooking am. for them, and you have to prepare the menu. Isn't I'm a, that true? I'm
2: a giver, you know, I'm a giver. So yeah. you
1: have to go and do all the shopping?
2: <laughs> I do, I do, yeah. Uh, so you do the
1: shopping what's, Do What's oh a typical oh, yeah. what's yeah, a yeah, typical yeah. day? You find out tomorrow you have to fly to Cabo.
2: So I I create the menu and I like to create probably six to eight choices. So, you know, we are, we do lots and lots of 10 a.m. departures. So that's a brunch flight. So I would say my typical brunch flight is going to have, you know, breakfast wraps that I will make fresh. I do like an epic breakfast sandwich. I'll do avocado toast. I'll do omelets if people want them. I Sometimes I do like a salad with quinoa and kale and whatever. And, and I just try to come up with different things. Uh, and usually it's like six to eight choices, varieties, which in that sense, I think I'm a little bit rare. I don't think women in my line of business do that many choices, but I just have always provided that many options that I can't. I can't detract from it now. And my boss loves it. And ironically, he gets the same thing every time. But I like to throw something new on there in case, you know, and sometimes I'll lean him in that direction. You know, if I've spent a lot of time and energy the night before preparing it. Right. And, you know, I made like a Italian style shakshuka, which is like a eggs in purgatory, which is essentially an egg. Uh, cracked open over like this marinara deliciousness in a cast iron with a little bit of cheese and basil, and I told him, I said, "You're gonna like it. Just eat it. Just take it." He's like, "Well, I want to get the wrap. It doesn't matter. You're gonna you you need to you need to choose that one. Right. Choose that one." And he did, and he loved it. You could be a chef. She is a chef. If you, do, <laughs> if you do
0: quit, you could literally be a chef. It I'm sounds an like
2: unofficial chef. This you could open up me. Becca's place. I'm a comfort Becca's food chef. Becca's cafe. <laughs> Becca's bodega.
0: <laughs> Becca's bodega <laughs> on, on La Cienega and Melrose. This bothers me a little bit. What
2: bothers you?
1: Because you're a chef you're essentially a security officer. I am. You're essentially a host and a <laughs> server. I mean, you're working five different jobs I in am. one job, you know, and, and, and you do go shop for all the food, right? I do. I do. And so who do do they fill your bank account with money and you just, Oh, I have a, I have, you know, funds. I
2: have a, a credit card that I'm, Oh, the credit card. Yeah. It's, 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 that's all taken care of. So take nice. me
1: through, like you get that call. So what's the first thing that, so snap f- into action. So,
2: I mean, you witnessed this a little bit the other night. Yeah. So, um, essentially, I, I have to know details. How long is the flight? What time of day are we leaving? How many people do we have on board? Do we have children on board? Is it all adults? Et cetera, et cetera. So then I can begin my menu planning. And, uh, you know, I feel like the 10 a.m. flights, the 11 a.m. flights are always kind of between 9, 10, and 11. Not that they're tough. But it's not quite breakfast, it's not quite lunch. So I do have to have uh, a variety of like lunchy type of foods and breakfast type of foods. And so I'll just plan my menu accordingly and I will make a very long, lengthy uh, grocery wow. list and of ingredients, which sometimes I get into trouble because I think, oh, I have that in the fridge and, and I won't buy it and then I'll get to the plane and I'm like, oh, it's still in the fridge. <laughs> Your it. fridge at home. Yes, oh. yes. wow! So
0: you have to improvise. Yep. You use your food sense. Yep. And it sounds like you try to be healthy too.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not making stuff I mean, with like
0: tons of gravy and butter m- and yeah, all that. Yeah, and
2: of my things. boss is a big he actually is a comfort food guy. Mm. So he loves like grilled cheese and tomato soup and whatnot, but I'm he is wanting to eat a little bit healthier, so we've kind of I've pointed him in that direction a little bit. But I always offer something that's hearty that, right. you know, he can fill up on. So
1: where do you shop? Gelson's. Gelson's. Yep. In the valley, on yeah, uh, I'm all about convenience. Uh, I
2: used to go to Whole Foods when I lived closer to Whole Foods, but Gelson's is my jam. Okay, and and you're
1: there all the time. I
2: have a produce guy that that caters to my every whim. He wow. follows me around the store and gives me samples of fruit. Wow, oh, that's nice. His name is Alan. He's they know very you, sweet. so you've come they so often. They're like, me. Oh,
0: Becca, come here. We got this for you. How,
2: so, how many carts are you filling up? Just one cart. Wow, just one cart. I mean, you're cooking for, you know, between six and eight people. So, so. how
1: many days a week do you go to the market?
2: If I'm flying, recently I've been flying almost every week, hence the cancellations. Um, so I will go before every flight, every flight. So they do wow. see me and they know exactly what I do. And here's what makes it more complicated. I have to separate uh, supplies like water, gum, sodas, tequila, stuff like that from, whole other from the food. So of course. so I always warn people in line, like if a line starts to build behind me and I have a full cart I'll always guide people away from my line. I'm like, you don't want to stand behind me. It's two or three orders. It takes forever. You don't want to (laughs) stand behind me. And they're like, okay, and they'll go to a different line. But it does take a while. And then, and then, and Max knows this. I have a, you know, I feel like we all have elements of OCD to our personality. And so I like to keep all of my refrigerated stuff together because it's going to go directly into a fridge. So I like to bag my own groceries. And Gelson's, they're just not having that. Like they've got people to do that. <laughs> right. And they don't So now you it. have
0: to train them what you like.
2: I love to bag my own groceries. I can't tell you how satisfying it is wow. for me to bag my own groceries. I love it. I can make everything fit and it's like Tetris and I get everything in there perfectly <laughs> and it's loaded to the top and I've got the wow. eggs on the top. Wow. I mean, I honestly, if I ever retired from what I do, I might be a bag person. So there's a
0: little bit of Rain Man in you.
2: I would yeah, say a there's a healthy level
0: of right I put stuff in there.
1: A healthy level. A healthy level of right men.
0: Great. Let, let me just. Let so me so just, is your place <laughs> uber, uber efficient and organized and everything well, that's in this place? A place for everything. That's what I'm trying Max to say.
1: Trying to say. You go into her house. She, I went in this morning. I said, God, it's immaculate in here. And she said, oh, there's dust on the floor. I didn't see it. But that's Becca. I hate the dust. So she has what she calls her Monica closet. You remember Monica from, mm-hmm. well, I don't know if you watch Friends, but for no. those of you who watch Friends, you I know, don't. Monica had her closet where all the junk and craziness goes. Yes. There's nothing more warm hearted <laughs> than when I see the wreath for every holiday, there's a Valentine's Day just wreath. There thrown
2: was- in my closet. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then we just had Easter. She had a little wreath on her door of Easter eggs.
2: Super cute. That's like one of my favorite reads.
1: Yeah. And now it's gone because Easter's over. Like, I don't know how she does it. Think about all that she has to do on the plane. Then I want to know if you go shopping separate just for yourself. Then I want to know how she has 5,000 beautiful model friends. Then I want to know how she maintains that. Then I want to know how she's on the HOA board as the treasurer. I don't understand this woman. Probably
0: crystal meth and coke is probably I mean, what she does. B,
2: what are you doing? Skittles and wine. Wow. Skittles and wine. I
0: don't have the Skittles today. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I okay. would have known.
2: I'm sure I have them have in my them. purse. You
0: could, well, bring them out.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm the HOA secretary.
0: Oh, is that oh. it? Yeah,
2: I'm not the treasurer. I, hell no. Thomas oh, is the treasurer. Oh, Thomas is the
1: treasurer. Thomas. Tre- that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You are the secretary. He's such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I'm baffled by her life. And then this is the best. So within two weeks, because I follow her on Instagram, it's always very interesting. And, and, and your stories are really funny because you taught me how to do the Insta stories. Oh, yeah. So like, I, I don't know why I laughed at the one this morning with your car.
2: Oh, my car said it was 104 and it was really only 96. Yeah, and and she's I, like, take it down a notch, drama I queen. Said, I said, <laughs> All right, Mobile, don't be such a drama queen.
1: So, okay, so she goes on these trips, constantly in the air, constantly taking care of things, constantly taking care of people. Then she has her downtime when she gets to the location. So one week, there she is, basking in the sun with a book down in a white sand beach in Cabo. Yeah. Literally a week later, she's, in the snow-covered mountains of mm-hmm. Bozeman, Montana in this big, furry, you know, coat and sunglasses
2: skiing. Ski, ski bunny. It, it, mind but, you. But that's
0: a great, full, amazing, it's amazing. life. amazing. You know, it's almost like you're a, a caricature of some amazing actress. <laughs> That just goes all over the world and has this amazing life. I and think they're paying that's the only time
1: it. she has time for
0: herself.
2: My Instagram life is much better than my actual life,
0: I think. <laughs> the perception of your life.
2: But um, no, and it's worth noting that I was at a local mountain. I was at Bridger Bowl. Shout out to Bridger Bowl, where I learned how to ski 33 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I told everyone on the mountain that I had been there 33 years ago. Um, I was the only person dressed like that. Like everybody's just in like... Tattered ski clothes, yeah. and I was like full, completely ski bunny. fashionable ski bunny <laughs> <laughs>
1: outfit with the mirrors, uh, aviators, and well, I'm like, where does she keep well, all, that all stuff? Well, it's all designed by your
0: boss, right? Does he design <laughs> no, ski, not wear? ski not, wear? Not <laughs> sure?
2: Ooh, that's an idea. I think he
0: should. I th- and then you could ski, and you could be his billboard while you're skiing. So
2: true. I have to
0: ask, that's do you so fly true. out of uh, Van Nuys, Santa Monica? No, we actually or?
2: fly out of uh, Camarillo.
0: Camarillo. Yes. You have to drive from the valley to Camarillo. Yes, oh, that's I a do. pain in the ass.
2: It is. Wow. A huge pain in the ass. It's a it's almost a hundred miles round trip. Wow. Yep.
0: And they don't pick you up yep. in, in the company's limo.
2: <laughs> no. Oh,
0: that's a drag. No. That is the next conversation with your boss. You know, boss, you got to get a limo and pick me up.
2: I actually prefer to be helicoptered over to there Camarillo. You go. That would, would be lovely. That's even
0: better. <laughs> we could
1: have a HelloPad on top of our we building. Should. I mean, we I should. Know. That would be pretty Why awesome.
2: Yeah, it, be, it would crash through your... Oh yeah, that's or, true. Across through true. my unit. Remember when I was walking around, uh, or somebody was walking around on your. So Max lives what I like to call the penthouse floor. Yeah. He lives on the fourth floor, and I live. I'm just a lowly first floor <laughs> dweller.
0: Oh, I see. And You're uh, in the basement so of I, the I'm in
2: the basement, in the dungeon, if you will. And so these. The folks that live on the fourth floor have no perception of what it sounds like to have people walking above. So our building is is lovely and it's actually qu- it's beautifully built, but poorly built. So they didn't they put lots of insulation between the units, like side by side, but yeah. like literally zero between the floors. Oh. So if you live you hear on every creak, every first, step, second, everything. and third floors, you hear every footstep, which sucks. But Again, like, you don't know when you're buying. So, you know, so I always tease Max because he's on the penthouse. But at one right. point, there was a workman up on his, uh, right above yeah. his, uh, right above, <laughs> his, and he he wrote to the HOA, there were footsteps, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> what What is this? I, I think it's an intruder. And I think I responded and said, actually, Max, there was a UFO that landed. <laughs> yes, right. I remember that. That's when we fell in love. <laughs> That's right.
0: And by the way, this is
1: our life every day. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I got to tell you, um... That's the thing, also that that is hesitant a little bit, like, like I, I well, there's other friends, you know, there's the peripheral crew, but ma- mainly I hang out with Becca and Chow, yeah, and and oftentimes just Becca or just Carrie, but um, you know, I've never, uh, I've lived in apartments my whole life, obviously, but I've never paid to live in essentially an apartment, even though it's a condo building yeah. now, it's a mortgage, yeah, so there's something Ditto. a little more dire and sad about thinking that this isn't permanent because you get close with your neighbor. And yeah. it's, it's like, wow. I think about what would happen in an earthquake. And after I check my crew, I would be shooting down yeah. to the first floor to make sure you guys are okay. For sure. You know, well, that's nice.
0: You security, have a little community within your building. There is a little community. But and that's rare in LA. It is, but, but
1: what is not rare in LA is transient life. And yeah. these girls at any day could be gone absolutely and then all of a sudden they're not geographically desirable anymore but you want to see them anyway and they could just fade into oblivion
2: well and we i I think we're very fortunate i always laugh because we do have a strong sense of community in our building and this again i thank carrie chow all the props to carrie um we're like melrose place and and it's it's great because it is so convenient you can go over and have a glass of wine or 10 if you want and just walk back to you. I, yeah. literally, I literally walk five feet back to my front yeah, door.
0: It's fantastic. So, well, there's a lot to get to on that. I'm going to uh, go on a side um, sure. view because I know you set, all, set it all up flight attendant, private mm-hmm. jet. Yes. Every male that's listening is, is thinking <laughs> this and they want me to ask this. Now, I'm not trying to be creepy, but I'm no, going to say no. you're Creep hot. Away. You're really hot. You're oh, beautiful. Thank you. You're great. So you're on the plane. How much sex is going on? <laughs> How many times are you hit upon? Wow! Well, is there the mile high club going on <laughs> in your tight, amazing, fashionable, you know, wardrobe? And you're serving your cartoucheery, and you're going, "Hey, I have to go to the bathroom. Why don't you join me?"
2: <laughs> okay. Who, B, how much? She's,
0: she's a professional, right? Okay. Okay.
2: So, but it's out wow. there. Wow! I mean,
0: everyone I is go thinking on about it. Everyone, about this topic. all six people listening, <laughs> are thinking about that.
2: <laughs> okay, so. Am I hit on from time to time? I would like to say my sparkling personality (laughs) is definitely attractive at times. Uh, No, it it does exist. Of course it exists. And um, it's more so not with my regular crowd. It's if if I'm on what's called a charter. So a charter is when your plane is used for another group. Like my boss um, would allow someone else to pay to use his plane, Mm. like renting it out. Sure. Sure. And so then you get folks that you don't know. And then in the charter, people can be a little unruly.
0: And they're drinking. And, and they're drinking,
2: and that's very celebrity-laden. And that's where I've met the majority of the celebrities that I've uh, encountered.
0: And you can't and, name names, obviously.
2: I can't, but let me tell you, a book will eventually be published <laughs> okay. with this, all this this my is, stories. Now, this
0: is the story. <laughs> All right, so you're on the She's charter. She's told me stories in private, though. And uh, they're celebrities, and you're drunk, and you're walking around <laughs> in your fashionable, you know, yeah. you know, hot ski wear. And uh, <laughs> What are you getting at? Do you want to know if
1: someone's like, grab, like actually yes! grabbed her ass?
0: Yes, yes. That's um, what I want to know. Okay,
2: so no one has physically, oh, wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> one person Okay, did. are we expanding did. the Me Too movement no one's, now? No one's ever, oh, yeah. Uh, no one has ever... Okay, I will share this story, but I won't use names. Right. Um, but it was. A, it's an extremely, extremely well-known actor. <laughs> okay. At the top of his game. Okay. Oscar-winning, super... Narrow it down, folks. Um, right. Super, super talented. And super charismatic. And can drink a lot. And... Which is fine. No biggie. But when he is under the influence of um, expensive wine and by himself uh he can get a little frisky and so and I've always said I've never really been chased around the cabin except by this one gentleman and, and
0: this is a flight where it's just you <laughs> it was and just him.
2: myself and him and there isn't
0: even a co-flight attendant it's just you no you're, you're the no these one.
2: are planes that are when I was on the the Boeing you, there was two of us mm-hmm. um oh and I actually have a uh, a story about a gentleman on that anyway uh, that's another story um he was like you should come work on my plane and he was he was a saudi prince uh and i said no i'm good thank you i will own you (laughs) you will be in my harem
0: and we'll get to the harem by the way uh
2: so anyway so this this particular actor did like literally chase me around and uh cornered me in the galley and put his arms around me oh that's scary and tried to plant one on me again I'm good at the bobbin weaving right. and um and I can handle it so not to say that you should have to be put in that position you shouldn't but um I definitely dealt with it as well as I could and I can get very firm so at the point where he was trying to like give me a little smooch I said so and so you need to lie down right now and he's like Meh. and I said no you need to lie down so he lied down on the couch and I covered him with a blanket and he was just kind of staring at me. I'm looking at you girl. I said, (laughs) you need to close your eyes, close your eyes, close them, close the other one, close them both, close your eyes. And he did. And at this point when someone is, is that kind of tipsy, you can, they're malleable and you can tell them what to do. Right. And he was very Especially
0: when you're forceful and the guy's finally getting you know, you're not going to back down. Yeah. You know, his, oh, yeah. his celebrity is, you know, hit that wall. You don't really care at and, that point. And here
2: is what, he's rede- just a creep. here's what redeemed this guy. And not to say that that wasn't annoying. It was more annoying than it was. And I like ran to the cockpit and told the cat, the pilots, I'm like, I got to hide up here cause he's getting squirrely. Um, <laughs> this was a long trip. So he slept for a couple of hours and then he woke up and then he sat on the couch with me. You know, like cuddled in a blanket. I mean, we weren't, we weren't both cuddled in a blanket, but he was like under a blanket, and I sat next to him, and for literally the last like hour and a half of the trip, he was telling me stories of how he got his start. He carries this letter in his wallet that was a uh, like a letter of wreck when he wanted to go to grad school, and it said he was going to be an Oscar winner, and he was very talented, and this and this and this. He carries that letter with him to remind him of where he came from. Oh, wow. And this is arguably one of the most famous, talented Actors of our generation. Wow, ever, and so he so, tries to be humble. He's honestly, he is kind of a humble guy. I okay. mean, he's had a lot of success, so mm-hmm. that's obviously going to be apparent in your personality. Right. But uh, it, you know, but a good guy. So it was really hard to hold the drunken behavior against him. Wow. And and then months later, months and months and months, maybe even a year and a half later. I, that was a lot. It was a big jump I made. <laughs> it was like two months. No, it was eighteen. So who knows how long it was, but he was on board again. And he actually said to me, hey, girl, and he was by himself again. He's like, oh, it's good to see you. Uh, by the way, um, he's like, you know, I, I, I'm i working, I'm working on Broadway, and I'm doing this and that. And and uh, he was work- he was in a, in a show on Broadway, and he said, yeah. He's like, you know, I like to, I, I'm not drinking. I'm really healthy. I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. And he's like, and I just wanted to, you know, I just wanted to say that, um, I'm really sorry if in the past I've ever been inappropriate with you. Oh, that's nice. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, what step in the 12 steps is that? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Are we making amends? Uh, What's going pretty on? Much, pretty much. But, you
0: know, at least he did.
2: But I did. He, tell- he didn't
0: bypass you. At least he remembered that he was a jerk. So wow.
2: this is why, again, not mentioning who he is, I still have a great respect for him because he did actually recognize that that behavior wasn't, Super appropriate, and right. he knew. And again, sober, he's not like that. So it was more just when he was kind of tipsy. And he's trying
0: to grow. Everybody can make a mistake and yeah, grow from it. Yeah, absolutely. And he's trying to be a better person. Absolutely. And you gotta respect that. Yep, yep. Is there a bed on the plane?
2: So uh, this brings me to story two. I will try to make it brief. Um, there is some, we can set up beds. Um, on my BBJ, we had a the 737. It was huge. That's a that's the size of a Southwest plane. That's oh outfitted. really. It's outfitted like I, I call it like a Winnebago in the sky because it's got a kitchen, it's got a big lounge, it's got a shower in the back. It's so the got private
0: a- jets are actually now the size of actual airplanes.
2: Some are yeah. So that BB- and I do
0: see them flying over my yeah, house. Yeah, that sometimes. BBJ is a rare
2: it is a rarity because it is so big. They've really
0: gotten huge.
2: Um, but we had a bed in the back. We had you know a shower. Full shower and a full bathroom. So that was a bed that was set up all the time. It wasn't like it, you have to break it down and, and have seats. And your
0: boss could go to sleep on a long flight So that or was
2: my old boss. My boss, oh. not the current boss, but oh. the boss prior. Like my boss seven or eight years ago. He had this big plane with the bed. And yes, there were... There was some shenanigans that went on in that bed.
0: I bet there was. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, but honestly, not by him. Ironically, it was it was he allowed people. He never chartered his plane, but he allowed celebrities. Right. He loved celebrities, and he allowed to a very famous couple at the time, and they are not together anymore. But they were a famous couple, and uh, they utilized that that uh, bedroom.
0: Have you met people whose actual goal it is to be in the Mile High Club? Like they've never done it in a plane, but they really want to.
2: So they basically say, look, we're going to be
0: in the bed, you know, service (laughs) in the bed with your eggs and salamis.
2: (laughs) Um, No one's ever vocalized that to me and said, hey, uh, this is on my bucket list. Mm. And hey, stay up front. Uh, No, you know, I've had one other instance where there were some shenanigans going on that I physically walked in on and I was like, flabbergasted. So in twenty years I've never walked in on on any kind of activity in this act I did actually walk in twice. All wow.
1: respect, I think you're kind of aging yourself with Mile High Club. I think no. like post no. post nine no, no, no. no,
2: eleven doesn't happen. I anymore. swear people actually still use that. They, 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 they do. do use they that do. phrase. But I yeah. mean but So I think not that you're me. showing
0: your ignorance but not knowing <laughs> that they still use that, Max
1: <laughs> I just think it's disgusting if someone's gonna go on a commercial plane into one of those stinky, awful little bathrooms with Baby diapers in the trash in yeah. yeah That's gross I, Commercial I without
0: a bed I mean on a private plane There's a bed And it's private yeah. you know. But recently there was an arrest There was a woman Really
1: And a man Who they didn't know each other
2: Oh gross They didn't know each other
0: They did not know each no. other
1: And wow. they were sitting in the row Wow And she reached over And started
0: beating them off Wow And like under a coat
2: There's a phrase I don't love wow. and they got <laughs> And they got arrested
0: No kidding Oh yeah well, That's a seat upgrade If I tell you Oh man, Gross It is kind of gross
1: it's gross. Like, planes are gross, not the plane you're on. Right.
2: No. I want to fly
0: private from now on. Yeah, I really yeah, do. I'm not going to fly. I, I can't will tell stand you, public.
2: You know, even even working on a private plane, you're clearly traveling from place to place on it. It ruins you for commercial travel. Oh, I'm sure. You know, every single time yeah. I go through that security line, they're yeah, taking shit away from me because I completely forget. And I always tell them, hey, I'm flight crew. And they have said to me, I was in, I think I was commercially traveling to, to like Mexico or Hawaii. And I was dressed in, like, sweats and something super comfy and, like, three hats on my head. And I had big, full bottles of shampoo taken away from me or whatever. And I said, well, I'm flight crew. And I had, like, an ID badge. And they said, you have to be in your uniform. I'm like, this is my uniform. Oh! And it didn't work. No. And all the
0: other women looked and went, Oh, yeah, it didn't work. I, I didn't gotta work. call Southwest and complain.
2: So yeah. So I now I, I consciously try to remember the rules, but it's super hard for me to remember. Is, is the your rules.
0: training good enough where if you made the leap, heaven forbid, from private to commercial, are you trained at that level? I mean, could you just would it be an easy uh transition or do you have to get more training to do commercial?
2: So to be clear, I would never go to a commercial job ever. I know. Uh, but if, if in fact, I uh, tormented myself by, <laughs> by going commercial, <laughs> <laughs> just not a fan. That just wouldn't appeal to me. Um, yes. No, there's like six weeks of training. Just because I have um, my level of training for 20 years every year, it, it's completely different. It's completely different. And okay. I'll tell you, I was in... So so the the commercial world and the private world in crew members especially flight attendants look at each other differently. Yeah. So, you know, I and I nothing was more that was not more apparent than when I was in France. And you know, because as uh private crew members, we stay at nice hotels and we are always upgraded and our rooms are relatively expensive and we always, you're staying in these hotels all the, all the time that you are able to go to the concierge lounge where there's free booze and free food and and uh, with commercial airliners, they just kind of have like a commercial crew lounge sometimes if you're in Paris. And I remember being in Paris and one of the pilots that I was with was a ladies man and he saw a bunch of American Airlines flight attendants. And usually when you're doing the European route, you're a little bit older because you've paid your dues and whatnot so he has these three kind of milfy looking you know older ladies that came up and he brought them into the lounge like our lounge you know where we're with all the executive business people and he's given a wine and stuff and we're talking about you know about how I was on this flight where I walked in on on some activity and you know sweetly the two pilots cleaned everything up you know, there was a bed in the back that was utilized and they cleaned it all. I didn't have to touch anything, which was great. I was just kind of a a floating flight attendant. So I wasn't full time on that plane. And I remember the look of disgust and abhorrence that these women were like, Oh, you have to, you have to clean up after people and you have to serve them food. And I was like, And I'm literally paid, like, at least double what you're paid. Right, (laughs) right.
0: right. That's right. I'll cook some food. And you deal with much less people. Uh,
2: Exactly. And
0: celebrities.
2: And And it was uh, so, the disgust that they were just like, oh, we would never. Uh, And I'm like, and I go to Paris four times a year, and I'm here for like five days each time.
0: (laughs) They would change places with you in a heartbeat. And I'm
2: in Cabo every week. (laughs) It's pretty
0: glamorous. (laughs) Let's face it. Now, are you literally 24-7? Someone calls you at 2 in the morning and says, you've got to be on a plane in two hours. So
2: literally yes i am wow. on call R- realistically my boss is way more he's very conscious of that and he's considerate so no you know i i i have more notice than just like Good. hey you got to leave but right. I, I have been in jobs where yes where they call you and say i mean i went to europe with an hour's notice once. wow no kidding Yes, and that wow. was not my favorite. No, because you're and exhausted. you can't switch
1: a shift with another gal, right? Yeah, no, uh, no. that's it. You're no, right. I belong to the plane.
0: Wow, what's yeah. the furthest you've gone from Camarillo? Camarillo to Africa, or
2: um, okay, so the so the plane I'm on now can nonstop, They can go. We can go non-stop to Paris. So so the longest non-stop we can do is Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, that particular plane, we've been all over. We've been to uh, Japan. We've been to Korea. Uh, we've been to Europe, haven't been to, I keep pushing Australia on him. I'm like, let's go to Australia or New Zealand. And, um, he is warming up to the idea. I want to do a little South America. He's not warming up to that idea, (laughs) but, uh, I would say the furthest I've been in general was New Zealand and Australia. Actually, yes, we did take. Oh, you did go. All we right. did take our plane to Australia, but it was a charter. Right. This was a tragic charter. It was. We were literally bringing someone to rehab. Oh. And she, oh, she was a Terrible. tragic figure, but she was lovely. And I mean, she was hammered, but she was. She, I, I served her seventeen, vodka sodas. Wow. In like an eight-hour period.
0: Did she chase you around the plane too?
2: Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> But ironically, I didn't actually give her. That would be over serving and she wouldn't be alive. But um, I would just kind of like float a little tequila on top and then oh, give okay. it back. She would have a full drink and she wow. would hand it back to me and be like, can I have a drink? I'm like, you you actually have one in your hand. Yeah. But she honestly blessed. It was it was honestly, I liken that to leaving Las Vegas. It was that
0: Wow, bad. that's awful. Yeah. But what can you do? You're not her mother and you know. No,
2: and the, honestly, the two handlers that she had with her, her two attorneys came on board and said, she's going to be hammered. Right. Uh, give her whatever she wants. She's, wow. she's going to rehab. Whatever she wants, give it to her. All right,
0: her last hurrah.
2: Oh, bless her heart. It was her fifth stint in rehab, so I hope that she is okay. I mean, to this day, I right. want to find out if she's alive. Right. Yeah.
0: When you go with your boss, is it basically just for his vacations, or are these work trips for him?
2: I would say it's 60, 40, or 65, 35. Um, probably 65 work, 35 personal. Um, but as opposed to like my boss prior to him, it was all work. Like he never really vacationed. Oh, he vacationed twice. We went to Bora Bora twice. But this particular boss does spend time with his fantastic wife and kids.
0: So when he does that and he's there, let's say for a week, well then again, so are you. Yes. So you get to have a vacation too.
2: Yes. I does do. he
0: put you up? I mean, there's a lot of it. Oh paid no, for?
2: Lorenzo. It is hard work. It is very hard work. <laughs> no, we just took a vacation. We took a family. I mean, vacation. you're not serving
0: this family while
2: you're there. No, you know? I'm not. So no, we do get downtime. This is the this is the best part of the job, of course. Um, so we just went to Puerto Vallarta for uh, six days. And I actually, my mom commercially flew out and joined me. So That's I had, cool. I had my mommy with me. I for think a few you days. need
0: your own personal drummer. <laughs> you need someone to, because you're funny, you need someone to maybe do a rim shot if you make a joke. Ba-dum-bum. Someone to maybe give you a, a tempo every morning.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. And I could be that
0: guy. For sure. So, you know, I'll, for sure. I, could, I could pay for a hotel or Airbnb, <laughs> and I could show up and just sort of serenade you.
2: I would love um, it. I could
0: it. be a 24 7 kind of guy. <laughs>
2: I'll tell you. It's, I always say I'm on a leash. I'm on a little bit of a leash. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but it's fine. That's the best part of the job. Though. It's the best part of the job is, is seeing the world. So right. I did leave. I left, in, I left the industry for a year and I went to graduate school and that was 2003. Journalism, I, right? I, yes. Yes. I got my master's in journalism from oh. U, uh, USC. Congratulations. From University of Southern Cal. Um, loved that. It was a fantastic experience.
0: I could see you on the news.
2: This is you, Becca at the yeah. hurricane
0: in New Jersey.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Or like on the field as a football game is Oh, funny. there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I left the industry thinking I would never go back. And halfway into my program, I caught myself saying, oh, wow, I haven't been to Paris in a while. And I was like, who says that? Who says that? Come on. So I, I never thought I'd miss the travel. And it, they say once it gets in under your skin, it gets into your blood, it's really hard to escape it. So right. I the The Disney family had employed me, and they actually asked me to come back. And so i I said, "As long as I can finish my masters, and they totally worked around my schedule, and nobody would have done that. So that was really sweet. That's I' missed. Great. Well, I missed loved you one then. class, yeah, Wow. they were really great. So I finished my masters, but i I did come back in two thousand and four. And I've, you know, I've been flying ever since. Right. So I, I do genuinely enjoy it.
0: And you did intimate this. If you do go personal, let's say you say, okay, I'm going to be down for two weeks and I want to go somewhere. You yeah. cannot call your boss and say, can I use the plane just for a while? Oh, trip? God, no. <laughs> can, I, can I stow <laughs> away on someone else's awesome. trip? You have to go commercial um, if for anything personal.
2: Yeah, me, yeah, but I will tell you are not the first to ask that. <laughs> People are always like, "Can you use the plane?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> it's so expensive to fly that plane." So I imagine if I chartered it, you know, I could use it. If, if you're in it.
1: Puerto Vallarta, yes, and you're flying back to LA, do you have to go shopping again in Puerto Vallarta? Oh
2: yes, yes. So yes, so, it, so it's a whole
1: different culture down yes, there. Yes,
2: yes. So, so I have my vendors that I use okay. in the different cities that we go to, and. Um, in a, you know, we go to Cabo, we go to uh, Puerto Vallarta, we go to, we're now putting Cancun into the mix. I make a joke all the time that I should pay taxes in Mexico because right, I'm there right. so often. Literally going to be there on Sunday. Right. Um, but I have, the, I have vendors that I have, I've researched and that I use and grocery stores that I use. And, and I just have to make do with what, with what they have, what they provide out there. And I do my best to provide the best culinary experience out of the country that we're leaving. Right.
1: So. so do you have to translate the funds then? Like not American dollar? Or no, it's I still mean, the card. Yeah, I
2: still use my credit card. Mm. Yeah. But you know, hey, have pesos, we'll travel. Wow. Yeah.
0: I need to get personal. Yeah. And what I mean is... Bring it. Max has been on the show. We've been doing this show now. This is actually show episode 19. Oh, lovely. And he laments, my life is awful and I hate people. <laughs> and My life is crap and I'm this and I'm that. What people don't know is that you talked about, you know, this community you have at the apartment and everything's great. You guys have each other's back. Well, Max has and has developed over the years this little harem Mm -hmm. with King Mm -hmm. Max Cook and a couple of hot girls (laughs) feeding him grapes, rubbing (laughs) his feet, fanning him, dressing up for him. And you're part of the harem. Oh, so yeah. it's him and you and another person I've yet to meet, and I hope to one time, because I've heard a lot about her. Chow. Her name is Carrie Chow, mm-hmm. who I guess is the Captain Steubing of the building. And <laughs> She's like
2: the Julie McCoy. Yeah. The yeah. Julie McCoy. All right. Definitely.
0: All right. And uh, But you're not the gopher, I hope. Yeah, I, you're the gopher. I, I, of the, I, I what mean, are you? What
2: would you consider? I guess
0: Max is the Captain Steubing, right?
2: Am I like I'm, the I'm, Isaac? I, I think you're the Isaac. <laughs> you're the Isaac?
0: <laughs> Great. Yeah, definitely. So I'm he's like... created this little harem that he gets to either have over his house or he uh-huh. goes to your house. And he has this Little world, which of course is so awful and terrible. <laughs> so. It's, hanging with it's, hot girls. It's terrible. And I need to know, number one, uh-huh. how it happens. Okay. Because it's every guy's dream. No, oh, I'm the ready. Guys, live the, in the dream. I don't care how <laughs> shit you think your life is. You guys are, you, you told me before we started recording, you guys have like having panty parties or something. No. What, <laughs> what, are, you, what are you guys doing with panties? We do not I'm have, asking them about
2: them. He just inquires occasionally about your panties? Well, I mean, no, it's just a panty joke yeah. from time oh, to time. Oh, you're just joking,
0: you're making. Yeah, yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, like, I took it like, the wrong way. I made a joke I had once. Had a whole different vision.
2: I made a joke once about meeting up with them after a flight, and mm. I happened. <laughs> you know where this is going. <laughs> and I happened to be wearing tights, <laughs> and I said to Max in a text because it's you know we're always communicating via text. I said <laughs> to Max and Carrie, I said, well just let me. I need to like peel myself out of these tights and. <laughs> You know, I have to uh, remind him I'm straight. I, so. I said something like something to the effect of, you know, I just need to, you can't keep that all cooped up. I got I to gotta take my tights off. And Max just had a field day with that comment. Like, no, please, please. I kind of lost my mind. Where are the tights? <laughs> I need them. Where don't are they? take a shower. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I that's his fantasy, you know. <laughs> so, Sweaty so,
0: girls in tights.
2: So on that note <laughs> of, dot com. of Max's harem. No, totally. There's a 100%. I am very proud to be a founding member of the harem. Oh, How boy. does it happen?
0: And he, doesn't, he doesn't wake up one day and say, you know, I need two hot girls at the at my beck and call. I would
2: say I need Becca
0: at my beck and call.
2: <laughs> I would say Carrie and I obviously are we're either president VP or we're co-presidents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we definitely drive we drive the boat uh, yeah. the love boat <laughs> per se. <laughs> but uh, So
0: you're in charge. We make a lot of you're setting up jokes. the, the get togethers not him. Well You wake up and say, you know, I need a little Max Cook today.
2: He's like a oh, I mean, every oh, doesn't everybody say that? I mean, come on, we I think there's a handful that that say it. (laughs) But yeah, and there's other people. We 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 actually we love our time. We love it's the the Carrie Max and Becca show, and we love that time. And we love to add other people, but the dynamic between the three of us is pretty special. So
0: four is going to be a crowd. So
2: but but we're open to you know to expanding the harem. It's it's like a
1: it's like a family. It's a dynamic. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Not only with all of her work and everything, but she made her whole family this big, beautiful Thanksgiving spread. That's really and nice. And it'll be like, that's beautiful. Hey, you want to come down and uh, I'll make you a, a sandwich. And I, yeah. I'm telling you, she made a sandwich <laughs> that was orgasmic. It, it, it was had epic. turkey, cranberry it was sauce, stuffing. Everything was on the. It was sandwich. a Thanksgiving sandwich. And then it was it was there that's was leftovers. Oh, there was like a drippings
2: gravy. Yeah. That was oh. the best part. Actually, yeah. my mouth is watering right now. It was so
0: good. So I am she's really like, hungry.
1: Here's the sandwich. Here's beautiful bee with the humor and the <laughs> stories. Here's some
0: wine. Welcome.
1: And, and it's just like,
0: How could yeah. you say no? Yeah, we had a good you time. There with, isn't a man that would say no to gratitude that. gratitude and joy. Right, absolutely. <laughs> and love. Because she loves you. I so tell. I do
1: very hard. I of try course. very hard not to the line or anything but yeah right. there's, no, there's always going to be do. dirty
0: flirty banter that's nice but but mainly we're all bounding on a squirrel level because we, we are. feed squirrels well i'm noticing the people can't see but there is a squirrel there's a little squirrel mascot. mascot she a-
1: the fr- she's never been in my car the minute she got into my kia said, rondo there's station a squirrel wagon in here <laughs> this is the first thing she gravitated towards and she thought that chow had gotten me this and my friend
0: sherry actually got it for oh. me Mm. But you <laughs> love squirrels. Too I love now. squirrels. squirrels that's your animal.
2: The, well, dogs are more my animal, but I would say squirrels are a very tight second. And it's because we have neighborhoods. She's a great dog ant. I am a good dog ant. Dubu do shout out. Um, but uh, we have squ- community squirrels that come to Carrie and Carrie's place and my place. Essentially, we hand feed them. So, And I had, may he rest in peace, um, Bob the squirrel was yeah. like, I, I would just leave my sliding glass door open and this squirrel would come in and sit on the couch and watch TV what? with me. What you I trained had a squirrel? Amazing. A video to prove it. I think he was trained by somebody else yeah. because that's, he would just come in and hang amazing. out. That's amazing
0: because normally they're incredibly skittish.
2: Yep, he was not skittish. Wow. Uh, he was fat. Oh, he was this big, furry, <laughs> little, cute little fat. The belly. truth is, I'm a
0: shapeshifter. He so was <laughs> <I>
2: shapeshifter <laughs>
0: Into a fat squirrel to go know, see You know, I kind of thought that. I think that when you do pass on, yes. you're coming back as, as a squirrel. <laughs>
2: If I should be so lucky. I
0: think you will be. He, I think he's, he's, he's the human squirrel now for you.
1: <laughs> and I've noticed lately, like, because I'm on the fourth floor, right. I go out and I look down and I go... <coughs> I'm
0: a, I'm a you
1: should call him like, Rocky
0: <coughs> if you want to.
2: See, we both, so so f- we, both squirrel. we both speak squirrel.
1: And I start to see them scurry wow. out of the trees and they get onto the roof below or on the telephone pole. And I've noticed that the past couple weeks... It's the squirrel action isn't as heavy. That's because they're on their side of We're the building. We're stealing right.
2: the squirrels. They're stealing the squirrels. I mean, and they, they actually. And are the
0: squirrels male?
2: Well, they don't they're both. You. They're you both. You think so? Yeah. All right. Carrie is the one that's the squirrel expert. Yeah. Really? They, they all come to her house. They because, come her. She's because, the squirrel well, whisper. She has been feeding them for years. I've only fed them She's for hilarious. the last like year or so, but I would love to feed them more, but it's, it's tougher. Like they will straight walk into her house too. Like they, they actually don't walk in, but they'll walk all the way to the door and they'll take the, They'll take the peanut from you directly, really gently. That is amazing. They're so sweet.
0: That is amazing. And I,
1: I used to think Chow didn't like me, actually. Really? Yeah, because I thought she was skittish like a squirrel. Like, I'd say <laughs> hi to her and she'd right. bolt to the other side of the street. Maybe
0: a future part two is going to be the Max's <laughs> harem episode. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Maybe we have to do that. I I'm, think she I'm would do sensing, it. I'm sensing that. Wow. This has been an amazing episode you know there's so much to you we oh, either we do a thanks. part two or it's gonna be a three-hour episode oh, yeah no no I know you know um
2: I'm a talker well
0: <laughs> but, I mean I'm learning about you I didn't know you until uh you walked through my door uh, two hours ago sure um is there anything you want to add to oh, everyone man. listening that needs to know you know the insights of Becca Ramos
2: gosh you know I, I like long walks on the beach <laughs> And, and squirrels. And squirrels and, and uh, you know, senses of humor and a good time. Wow. <laughs> she has, she's having a good time. <laughs> she is yeah, having a good yeah. time. This is awesome.
0: Also, I have to say is that when we came up here to the studio, I forgot to bring the bottle of wine with me. Oh, that's so awesome. sorry about Max that. We could have more wine Max with Max has the. been dry. The bottle is like downstairs. I apologize yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll just wait till I get home. Final thoughts, Mr. Cook? Oh, I just think she's extraordinary. I'm really glad that we finally were able to work it out. And uh, boy, I get all the real stories, though. Because she's <laughs> really, she's very good about keeping. He knows
2: all the secret. names. We that are going to do a
0: part two, and the, the added bonus is going to be Carrie Chow, and we're going to do a Max's harem episode <laughs> oh, where it's, it's going to be nothing but these yeah, stories. I'm sure, I'm sure her husband will
1: love it. Every single man <laughs>
0: listening is thinking, oh, fuck, I now need my harem. How do I get <laughs> yeah. a harem? You know, never, every, it's live. every man's fantasy, really. They, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do and they don't know how to do it. <laughs> you know, you, you gotta, do it naturally. They gravitated to you without even trying.
2: Well, we well think it
1: helps that they're interesting and I enjoy listening. Yeah, so. we, that's true.
2: We always tease him because boys are just not allowed to hang out. Max just dislikes every boy ever.
0: Right. <laughs> and been, is he really a boy in the mix?
2: Meaning is Max a boy in yeah. the mix? Oh, we, you know, Carrie and I talked about this last night. We we boy, we you were, talked a lot about me. Last we night. did. Is he more squirrel? Because I boy? brought up that I was coming on today. Uh, no, Max is like, like a girl in certain ways, but such a boy. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> like hermaphrodite. You really have the <laughs> yeah, best. What? You've got the best of both genitalia. Well, yeah. I mean, the yeah, best of both sensitive. personality traits because. You do connect with women very well, and I think you feel most comfortable with women. Yes. That's Hence true. Hence your great relationship with your mommy, who is wow. fabulous. You need like a mom episode. We, I had, love- we had one. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Yes. She I was on, love, she was love his mom. Yeah.
0: B got love to party with my mom. mom. It was oh. awesome. That's, that's a trip. But yeah, then he
2: is such a dude when it comes to like someone's ass that walks by <laughs> or- or, you know, the whole panty situation. Yeah, right. Just well, well What's
0: great is that actually you can hang with that. A lot of women couldn't even hang with that. Oh, it, so comes, you guys from, are it comes from
2: such a tender, sweet place that yeah. I but you, know but that this you have this to be
0: comfortable is... in your own skin.
2: Oh, for sure. And you and, are. And, so. and knowing that-
0: And you can bob and weave.
2: So. Yeah, I can. Wow, well, I never need to bob <laughs> and weave the Maxster. No, you do But don't. Uh, <laughs> the maxi pad, the Max. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. He hates I might what have I to say just just Maxipad.
0: I like, we're going to have to have the maxi pad episode. <laughs> Sometimes there's dark, but I very
1: rarely see oh, her, but I saw her see, a little bit last you week.
2: See, yeah. All right.
1: And, and, and I do. I do not like when she's says. But no, we're going to bring the dark kidding. out.
0: I want to record a little bit of the dark, <laughs> oh, especially with Carrie. No. We're going to drink more uh, wine, uh, and oh. more bombs. We'll have to make it a night we're show. We're going to have the max. Uh, okay, we can have a night show. That'd yeah. be fun. Because everyone's working. Becca, you were fantastic. Thank you for being a great guest. Thanks. Cheers to you.
2: Cheers to me. Fantastic. <laughs> Safe flight. No, thank you so much for having me on. It was really, really fun. It was really fun. Final
0: thoughts for everyone listening?
2: Final thoughts. Tune in, folks. This is actually a hell of a good time. <laughs> Tune in to magazine?
0: Magazine podcast. Don't you magazine hate that podcast? Uh, I think it's
2: great. Wow. See?
0: You're the I, first. I, I, I am redeemed. <laughs> uh, well, it means
1: a lot to him that you said it that. It does mean a lot to me that Thanks
0: you Thanks for that. making his day.
2: I like it. I like it.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being a great guest. Thanks oh, for coming. Anytime. And everybody... Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya. Later.